0: time for geocache talk whether you are at work in the car or wherever you are we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching if you're watching live on youtube you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show if you are listening later please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly geocache talk goodness If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year. Support levels start as low as the Bison Tube level, which is only $3 a month.
1: Big thanks, Derek and Baker Six Clan of Baker Six Clan and uh, who's producing tonight. Thank you, Derek. And our featured patrons: Lady Black Cat, Rar Two Eighty Five, Chihuahua Jill, R and oh. Cashers, Cal Running, D E Cryptoman, Julie D, Holo Yosi, Simmels One Two Three, Chaos in Motion, and our new patrons: Tax Pro RGV, Wards of Draw. That's Dana. She finally sent me her GC name. Thank you, <laughs> Wards of Draw, K Otters. Homer CF, BA WAG 75, Roomba Cats, Stark AZ in Arizona, and Fishing Kitty. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump right into show 249. And we as we discuss, John and Lava submit a geocache. John and Lava, welcome to the show. Hey.
2: Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah,
3: it's always good to be here.
1: Absolutely, yes. Not John's first rodeo with us. Lava's first time. Thank you Lava for being on. Appreciate you. Um it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about a lot of a lot of a lot of things and we're going to submit a geocache tonight. So it's going to be uh really cool. Something completely different that Really was kind of John's uh John, this was kind of more your idea.
3: Uh, yeah, I've never actually submitted a cache. So I think you know it's because I've been cleaning out my stuff. I moved back to New Mexico and I have this Pelican case that was a rap gift from a movie I worked on from the gaffer. I used to do a lot of set electrician work. And I've just never found a good use for it. And so it just sort of occurred to me, I was like, Well, that'd be cool, you know.
1: Yeah. That was a Forrest Whitaker movie, right?
3: That's right. It was called um I don't remember what they called it now. Two men in town is either what it's called now or that's what it was called and they changed it. But I forgot right. it goes.
1: So pretty cool. You got a gift that uh from a movie and been turned into a geocache. So that's pretty that's awesome. A, that's
3: a gaffer I worked for once. I forget his name. He was a real nice guy. And um, probably the nicest rap gift I ever got from someone that wasn't like a consistent boss, you know? It was really, really? You didn't give it to like maybe 12 people. It was pretty nice of him. That was very cool. Yeah.
1: yeah we'll, we'll um, we're going to talk a little bit about the, about the movies uh, here in a moment. Uh, and also y'all's uh, filmmaking as well tonight. But first, we got some news to do. Support
3: it. And if you guys see me
4: doing something here, my dog is desperately trying to yeah. get our attention.
1: No, numbers. no problem. So,
4: yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping nobody can hear mine snoring over here. He's like five <laughs> feet away from me, <laughs> he's snoring like a grown person. <laughs>
1: All right, we got some news we'll we'll get through tonight. Uh, well, first thing is, again, the wet new website. Or the website's been updated. Thank you, Derek, for updating the new website. I call it new. I guess
4: it's, it's new. not new. Same website, just updated. It's,
1: it's so great. It feels new. It's got that new car feel and new car smell. It's really great. It's so
4: good. It's a new website, and we're not going to tell you how to get to it.
1: <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> it's still geocastalk.com, but okay. there you are. But it
3: looks nicer. I was actually on there with like today and I was like, wow, this feels different, but I couldn't place it. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, it looks
1: good. Thank you, sir. Thank Thank you you very much. Um, Okay. So real quick, uh, we have some people who are on tonight. Hopefully they're in the chat room. I haven't looked to see uh, if they've commented yet, but they're in the chat room, hopefully. And but I did get permission. This is shared with permission. Uh, near me, there is a new new geocaching geocaching finding family. They're actually hiding caches too. And they just found number one hundred, and they wanted to. They asked me for my recommendation. Of course, I'm going to recommend one of mine. <laughs> Was surprised, right? No, uh, no. I, I think. I think the one that they wanted, I thought would be good because she said they were going to have several kids with them to go do this one. And I have one that's kind of neat. It's a two-stage. You have to go into. You have to find the key to open the lock. So there's some extra stuff you have to do um, to 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 get into the geocache. It's called Into the Mouth of a Lion. It's a giant. The lock is a giant lion. And you got to put the key in to get the, to open the cache up. So anyway. Love that. It's um, got like a
3: labyrinth feel to it kind of.
1: Yeah. It's got this mm-hmm. very, um, yeah. It has like an Indiana Jones kind of feel to it because it's a giant lock. And so, oh, that sounds yeah, awesome. it's really cool. So I hid, I hid the key and you have to use a compass to figure out which direction to go. Well, um, the the family has one of the one of the girls in the family just had her birthday happy birthday to Chloe birthday Chloe, there she is <laughs> and she's holding up in the picture that is a geocaching pin just to let you know and al- along her wrist though something else she got was a compass and little did Chloe know that she would need that compass to find the geocache because part of The process of finding the key is I give you compass degree, and her mom said that she told the little group that, okay, we're going to have to go, um, on a you know from from our um, designated spot we're at, we need to go on a certain degree compass degree, and her daughter took off with her compass and immediately went to where the key was and. Grab the key and they were able to open the cash. And um, so very exciting. So happy birthday to Chloe. She's nine years old, I think yesterday. So there she is. So that's
3: pretty cool. That's a fun it, birthday. Present. Isn't that knows. cool?
1: So um, they were very excited to hear about the fact that I wanted to mention. And I obviously asked her if that was okay, if we could mention her and show her and stuff. So congrats to Chloe and family. For so that,
4: Chloe has found 100 now.
1: Chloe wow. and family. Chloe okay. plus. So that was family. their milestone,
4: though. So that's good.
1: That was their milestone, was 100. Yeah. They found that's more. That's what we always want to hear, though,
4: is and family. That's the best yes. part of it. So. Yeah. Isn't that
1: great? And family. Yes. Very exciting. Uh, okay. Another quick note. We still have the social media manager position open. Read the note on the freshened website. And send us an email, geocashtalk at gmail.com. And even if you're sort of interested but want more information, just send us uh, an email to let us know you're interested and we can get you more information. All right, Uh, coins are wrapping up. The latest edition of our coins is wrapping up. One run and then done. We're not doing more than the, the first edition of each coin which speaking of these are going like hotcakes, by the way. Those are gadget almost gone. This is my last one. There's some in the store because Chromia Print handles the store, but as far as in the, you know, geocache talk South office, mm-hmm. this is the last one. So they'll be gone soon. Get your coins while you can. All right.
3: Also, why I thought to hide a cache because I had a coin you sent me.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, you put a you put a, yeah, a path tag in there.
3: Yeah. No offense, I just thought it was going to waste sitting on a shelf. It's like someone else should have this. That really is like yeah. Chloe's family. Someone that really is. Yeah.
1: No, that's perfect. Yeah, there's a there's a geocache talk path tag in there. A lot of cool yeah. stuff. We'll talk about the swag too, too, mm-hmm. John. I think it'll be great. Um, and yes, uh, I now have another huge secret. <laughs> that but I'm you not, not
4: going to say a word about
1: going. I'm not going to do this.
0: <gasps> oh no. Gary just spilled the beans.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm you not, better not spill the beans on this one. I'm
1: not doing that. No. Even though I'm notorious for spilling beans, it ain't happening. You spill can ask me all much. you want. Oh, see, there you go. See, John's doing it. <laughs> Nice try. <laughs> People, in People in the chat, chat room were asking, were asking for spill the beans. Yeah, we
4: can't even come close to just spilling the beans on this. This is just like no. one of the ones from before. We can absolutely not say a word. Nope.
1: Nope. Not talking about it anymore. And that was it. So now into the sh- now we're gonna talk about the yeah. show. So, um, so, so for, for, first off, uh, I got a little feedback going. Let me see. Maybe might be me. Let me turn myself down a little bit. Um, so, John, I have a quote. And then he left. So, Lava. Um, Hi. <laughs> L- Lava Buckley, ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh, John's coming back. I'm kidding. Sorry, but my dog. We are going to get to. We got some cool stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I told Lava before the show, we are going to talk about some things she's been involved in that I find fascinating. And so, and we're going to talk about a road trip and all that. But I have a leftover question that I've always wanted to ask you, John, and never really got a chance on the different shows we've had you on. You worked on you were an electrician. And you can kind of explain kind of your roles, but two movies I want to ask you about that you were you were a lighting technician on True Grit, the remake. Right. And you were an electrician on The Avengers, the first Avengers movie. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So and you can Speak of these separately, or if the experience was similar, I'll leave it up to you. Actually, um, yeah, those are good
3: examples. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Okay, so the the experience w- once in a while the public gets to hear some behind the scenes, or they'll see a behind the scenes with actors, and we kind of get a little bit of a little bit of understanding of gr- of what they're looking at, green screen wise. You know, we get some of that. But what's interesting, I guess, is we never really get much behind the scenes of what it's like to be part of the crew. So what what was it like being, let's start with Avengers. Um, what was it like? Well, first, where, uh, where, where were you able to travel to, to be part of that? Uh, so
3: the Avengers, when I worked on that, I don't remember how long it was. It was a really long shoot. So I ended up. Um, usually, when I did set electrician, I was um, a, a, an actual set electrician, meaning like a or a or a lighting technician, meaning I'm on set while they're filming the movie, doing the lighting and moving lights around. Right. For the Avengers, yeah. I actually was called to be part of the rigging crew, and because they were shooting in the um, the stages in Albuquerque, so I was living. Okay. It was just like a day job. I just go over to it, and um, it was more like being part of a construction crew in some ways than being on a um like a true movie set i guess right because we were actually working when I, when I got hired i joined a team of probably i want to say there was probably like 10 at least 10 maybe even 20 other electricians alone like working there doing different capacity stuff and then there'd be you know, maybe an equal amount of grips which are the guys who set up like the actual framing that like the lights will be placed on if you will okay. excuse me way to describe it. and um uh, there was there was a pretty big crew and we were basically it was really like a construction team in the sense that we would lay all this cable and so okay so I was working on Nick Fury's starship and so Nick Fury's starship was on the inside what looked like the bridge if you will was like you know this very large space where a lot of it takes place you know on the bridge right. and um, on the outside it was just like it looked like the back of a western town it was just wooden scaffolding and like platforms and stuff like that and so there's this whole underneath area that was almost like a basement in a way like wow. it was on the ground level of the studio but it was th- like underneath the actual set and it's just where we ra- ran tons of cable so um like really high gauge cable that we were running under there wow just like we, we called it a waterfall so there'd be like <laughs> it'd be this like i don't know like 60 cables coming off of a platform and they'd like perfectly like you know we'd be spending our time perfectly lining them up and sometimes right. cinching them so that they stayed permanent and solid and couldn't wow. float around Become a mess, so a lot of our time would be spent running this cable around. Just that would be the set's power in the future. Wow! But then also, like, um it just depended on what they needed each day. And then, like, I, I, there was one, a couple of days where me and the whole team just sent spent setting up kino flows. Which, if you don't know what those are, those used to be state of the art. <laughs> now it's all LED stuff, but they used to be the state of the art way to not use hot hot lights, like oh, hot okay. tungsten lighting. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, just like you'd have in your your bulb in your you know lamp that's a tungsten light the hot lights that were what films always used to use were just giant versions of that you know that you could control and they get really hot whereas like the kino flow was more like a, a tube light like a um like you'd find in a garage sort of not exactly the same but same concept so right. we had kino Flow's rig basically blue light or it wasn't black light it was it was kind of it felt like that but it was this weird i forgot what color it was this weird purpley blue color that we would light up the blue screen with. They had a blue okay. screen, which they because there was enough green elements in the movie, they had to go blue screen instead of green. Just okay. for like outside the wind. Right. Um, so it was this crazy purpley light to make that blue glow just more. Oh, wow. More, you know, for okay. the, hmm. the VFX. The, the craziest thing is though looking at those lights, I could see the rods and cones in my eyes shooting. Oh, wow. Really strange. <laughs> I realized it while I was working on them because we'd have to set them in the ground and they're kind of like, you Imagine that this is the light, and it's it yeah, up. we have to kind of set them so that they were shooting up and out of the screen from the ground. So right. we see lights, and it was like my eyes were dancing, and I couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> and after a minute, I realized there were these little dots going
1: right, these lights. Oh
3: my gosh, you know, I, I pointed out to someone else, I'm like, Are you seeing this, or am I crazy? And they're I'm like, crazy. What are you talking about? And I had to like describe it to them, right? You know, um, <laughs> after a while, like,
4: oh my gosh, I see it too. <laughs>
1: it's like it became
3: this whole commotion, but uh. Anyway, uh and then also the other major thing I remember doing was uh hanging the light fixtures in Nick Fleury's starship like in the ceiling. So if you ever see wow. any of that starship's main bay, like main deck I guess you call it, Yeah, if the deck in yeah. the ceiling, I put a lot of those up in the ceiling. So that's oh. my claim to fame. Right there. there you go. <laughs> but I didn't make them. Someone else there had a whole other but team You put them in. Old- but yeah, I put him up there. This is Banjo. No. So there's the pup. Hey, there's hey, We found banjo. him. In New Mexico. He was a stray. Hey, hey, Banjo. It
4: was. Uh, it was meant to be. Yeah.
3: yeah. We just got back today from a road trip, so he's extremely stoked that we exist still. Right. Because <laughs> you're like, yes, you're back. He's a little overboard. So, yeah. um, so, weirdly, that show felt more like a construction, more like than right. nine to five job than the other set of electrician jobs I'd done.
1: Right. So, how different was that from a, a film like True Grit, which the remake was? Yes. Um, because I mean, that's pretty much all. I mean, very very little that's filmed in inside a cabin yeah. and a couple. Of, yeah. But most, I mean, you're like that's a lot of outdoor work, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I think that. When I worked on True Grit, I didn't do the whole film. I did it's funny, those are the two films that I didn't do like the full part. I was sort of like uh, someone they brought in for extra hands. Right. Um, sure. I think I worked yeah. on True Grit at least two weeks, maybe longer, mm. but it was um there was the scene where they rode the horses really fast through like the trees. That's yeah, terrible descriptions, probably most of the movie. But <laughs> yeah. uh, this is like like a road lined with trees on either side. I can't remember mm-hmm. about the plot line anymore to say where it was, but that's okay. You know, I was helping like with uh, we had to do a lot of big um 18k lights so 18,000 watt lights which are these huge they wow. look like five gallon drum sized things that may be bigger uh, so like they'll get mounted on scissor lifts or different types of lifts so we had a lot of rigging to kind of get those flown up in the air mm-hmm. uh, and then uh very cool I, it's funny I don't have a lot of memory of that I did work the there was the shack stuff that was all at night a lot took place in those yeah. shack. So that was a probably that might have been two weeks in itself actually and that was a took a lot to shoot that because we had to do it all at night right so all night scene shoots in the whole canyon that was behind that shack hmm. they had built in platforms up into the mountains like not hmm. mountains or hills really but, yeah
1: but still you know, it'd yeah. be a
3: good hike if you went up one but it's like so like when we arrived at set we would we would we'd get to set we would get to eat breakfast they usually offer you something to eat and then um we would load up in like vehicles and drive like half an hour out into the oh desert and up behind these hills. And they right. would drop us off like we were going to school, basically. <laughs> right. So it was like me and banjo. Chill out, dude. Sorry.
0: <laughs> he is crazy. So it, was like here. Me, it was like
3: me or uh, it was like me and at least one or two other people. It would just be all night on these platforms. Right. Doing the lighting. To get the lighting.
1: <laughs> I was
3: also teaching film a couple of days a week at the Santa Fe School for Art and Science, teaching film to seventh and eighth graders. So it wasn't a full time job. So I was able to do both jobs, but both like, jobs. Me working on a, on <laughs> the true Grit doing those overnights. I right. was really so tired that I'd be like falling asleep <laughs> on those platforms. And it was really right. cool. so I'd be like wrapping myself up in the plastic that you cover the lights with when the oh, day
0: was
3: Like just like sleeping until the radio squawks and I was like scrap. Right. I'm, like, oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't need you for hours. You were just there for when they did need you. Right light or something. Wow. So so those were weirder experiences in what I had done as a set electrician, because most of my experience uh, was, you know, I'd fallen in with a crew and we started Mm -hmm. on low budget stuff, like sub million for like, you know, like, I don't know, eight bucks an hour, like working a union job and like Mm -hmm. getting our our credentials basically and um, working my way up to bigger stuff. But I was always very involved in the set and like, you know, like standing, like sometimes I'd be standing next to actors Like hiding in the shadows because there was six in between takes or something you know whereas (laughs) on the avengers i never saw an actor because i was the rigging crew even when they did start shooting we were there it was somewhere else on the studio Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like more removed and true grit was a little bit like that because of the fact that i was sort of a brought like a high like an extra hand brought in
1: right Um, uh,
3: i might have been around the actors on true grit i can't recall but yeah No, it was a different experience though. It felt more like a nine to five construction job, which is fine,
4: you know? Right. uh, Cool. I mean, it's like fun toys and it's such an interesting thing to do. It sounds like a very different experience between the two because like on the the Avengers, you can see your work, right? You can see the lights. On True Grid, it sounds like all the work you went in was to make it not seen. So you're putting all these lights in the area and and basically it's the whole, if you're successful, nobody's gonna notice that there's lights there, right? It's just, this job looks good. And the other one, you're right there in the front.
3: Totally. And on true grit, like if you think about that cabin scene, if you get someone goes and watches it, like mm-hmm. if you look at specifically the ones where you can see the cabin wider, yeah, there's probably always like a strong light edge to the back of it that's like the moonlight or something. And true. that was our lights. That was your so really, all we were was like the backlight for like the scene, but it was such a humongous space. And they didn't want, like, if they, if they had had us like a, a more, tr- like a lower budget movie or something, would have just had us closer to set way less less, with one or two or maybe three big lights we we had like 60 lights or something oh my gosh 60 18k lights and they weren't always on it would write on what the dp wanted but they wanted but but like you know on other stuff where i was the on-set electrician and we're in like a western scene or something we would just have one or two of those lights on big rolling stands right just roll it where we want it to go and i think that the danger that like the hardship of the desert and the distance that they wanted to capture was why Mm -hmm. they needed the way they did
1: it yeah but, so you know you've uh from that you've done you know like i said we will we, we'll produce you've done produ- you've been a producer a director you know you have screenplays various things which is which is incredible where you've been able to you've kind of been on different different sides of of it which is great because then you kind of know yeah I mean, it's really kind of cool that you, you've been able to do yeah. things. Well, it, different-
3: started, it started with, when I was in college. I went to the Savannah College of Art and Design. Right. SCAD, Savannah, Ca-
1: it? Uh, South, Savannah, Georgia.
3: Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. Beautiful. It's such That's a right. cool place to go to college. It is. All-
1: it's a beautiful city.
3: Now SCAD's a lot in Atlanta, but I felt lucky I was there when it was mostly Savannah because it's such a special town. But, um, you know, when I was there, I, I didn't know I was going to be a filmmaker. I went. I, I just knew I loved fine art and to appease my mm-hmm. Dad, who's a, who, he was a stiff upper lip British man that was very oh. designer, That was a more realistic nope, job? Sorry,
4: and, oh, my,
3: my bad. Uh, no, it's cool. I kind of am fascinated by this as it changes. Yeah, <laughs> as I, it changes, I, you I'm a filmmaker, I'm like, oh, I like this editing. This is good yeah. cuts, it's like the bouncing but, uh, ball, right? cool, follow it around. Uh, yes, yeah, so I just sort of learned everything because I was excited about well, once I fell into film. It was so cool, like, oh my gosh, I can do the sound design, I can, I can make it sound like a spaceship. Oh, that's so cool. That's so, I just to learn it all, you know,
1: <laughs> right.
3: I ended up doing work in uh, Savannah as like a, they call it a production assistant. It could be almost anything as your job. You're basically the gopher of sorts. Right. Uh, and uh, you know, it's like that ended up getting me into overflow work for the union out there when they do concerts and that got me work. That was able, that's how I was able to join the union in New Mexico because it was starting to balloon and they needed more workers. And I already had, you know, the, the hours coincidentally from just working in college. And then, uh, so I came out here Mm-hmm. And um, I, for a while, forgot about anything except for making money being a set electrician. Right. Pretty decent money without having to work constantly all the time. And that was great, you know, but there'd be dry spells. But it, after a while, I kind of started getting jaded a little bit. I, I caught myself not enjoying it as much. Right. And it can be hard because there's some of the people that are working on film sets are not always there because they love film. Some of them are right. there they want to make money and have to pay off debt. And some of them are there sure. because they bought into it and that's what they do now and some are there because they love movies and you know what i mean yeah so there's all sorts of types, and um yeah. i started finding myself feeling jaded about it uh, for different yeah. reasons and it's like i realized in that moment oh my gosh like i'm i'm a filmmaker i'm supposed to be making movies i learned how to do this yeah and so that's sort of what started the trajectory of then me writing a bunch of shorts and um with my buddy rick who was a sound electrician with me like that's we, we started making stuff and um it just kind of like tumbled forward with more people joining the teams and then um, it's true though, me knowing how to do all those things
0: mm-hmm. made it
3: possible at, at like a low budget level to either do it if we couldn't afford someone or to know if, you know, someone wasn't doing what they should be doing or I don't know, you know, you kind of gave mm-hmm. us more, more ability to control getting the product done. And, yeah. Uh,
1: that's, it's fascinating because you've, you've been able to, like you said, and in, in been able to, Sort of work into different areas, and um, something we're gonna we'll talk about tonight is um, about some filmmaking. I know b- both you and Lava have done some different filmmaking, um, and recently though you you went on uh, a fairly long road trip. We want to talk about that uh, tonight. We we're gonna have on John Courage. Uh, he's wasn't able to be on tonight. Uh, we are going to talk about the video that, 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 uh, that you, you two made and, uh, with John, um, John again, wasn't, wasn't able to be on, uh, he's taking care of family, but tell everyone a little bit about the road trip. (laughs) And we talked a little bit about, uh, before the show, uh, about getting through Wyoming and Lava wants a different experience next time with Wyoming, right? (laughs) It was not, it was not fun for you, I guess.
2: I was a little scared. Right. (laughs) Wyoming was a little, we just, the timing wasn't so great. We just happened to get there during incredible windstorm and.
3: Mm -hmm. It was nuts. 65 mile an hour plus gusts. But I think when they say that it meant like 85 plus. It felt.
2: (laughs) We saw at least six semi-trucks blowed over and then oh. other RVs.
3: Yeah. And they let us go through because we were, I guess, a, a, a civilian vehicle. Because we were we were a like a, a camper van, a 190 popular road truck. But I we were probably bigger than they should have let through because we felt like we were about to roll over too. Well, but so the, the point of it is um, we went on a giant road trip essentially through the west and the Pacific Northwest back down through Um, Part of California through Death Valley, like that, you know, Yosemite area, and came back to New Mexico, partly because we realized that um, it might be our last chance before life started going back to normal again. Mm -hmm. And um, at that point, we both felt comfortable that we could, you know, road trip and it wouldn't be a risk during COVID. Yeah, Um, and so we, you know, we were like we knew how to do it, so we felt good about it. Let's go. And at the same time, kind of dovetailed. I got a song of John Courage's in my recent film that I was doing post on called the inheritance. I think yes. we're it the inheritance inheritance yeah. so we'll be more about that in the future it's, it's still sort of yeah it's post production right yeah yeah and it's like you know it's getting very close to being where it's completed and then there'll be more talking points on that and i'm sure that you guys will hear more we'll go more into that in the future but yeah I, but one There's of john Courage
1: and um,
3: john uh, put songs in my first movie
1: yeah but yeah that's right he did
3: and I told him I'll make you a music video because it was free. So I was like, yeah. you know, no one got paid. Hey, nice of you. And the yeah. movie was for free. And I was like, you know, but I'll make you a music video. And I just never did it, partially just because you know he lived in New Mexico, I lived in California, and then later he, you know, it's like people moved around, and yeah. you know how life is. So yeah. this time when I was getting his song, I was like, oh, and I'll make you that music video finally. And he was like, oh, cool, man. <laughs> awesome. And. Um, but he didn't have any control over what it was going to be. He was just like, "Yeah, just let me know what you need me to do," which is my favorite thing. So I was talking to Lava, and I was like, "Okay, well, we can do whatever we want." So we just sort of were brainstorming what it could be. I don't even remember how we came up with the concept, but you know, it's very it's a very odd video. So I hope everyone should go well,
4: see it. Well,
1: we're gonna s- we're gonna show it if that's okay, oh, and yeah, we'll talk please. about it. Please. So uh, uh, we'll we'll show the video. Have everybody experience experience it and then we'll talk about it but i love this song by the way I, i'm, I'm Thanks, I've, I've really fallen in love with john courage's music uh after you mentioned you know that you you know the whole the whole story and uh sharing with with my my uh, older boys uh who um they they dig uh, they dig his kind of music so we'll, we'll watch it and then we'll talk about it so
3: yeah, that's cool. And we'll, we'll we'll let people know how to find them too and listen to them Yeah,
1: too. we'll definitely do that. Yeah. Cool. There's John Courage, which people would figure out. <laughs>
0: Blockbuster.
1: (laughs) It is. Audio listeners will have to go back and watch this. It's really a great video.
3: That's the first time he's ever smiled in a video. <laughs> it's got to be. It was like a, it was, I, I pulled it out of the edits. So like we had options about a smile too, if you liked it.
1: Made all sense. right, that was great.
3: Thanks. It was a lot of fun. I mean, you know,
1: it we, was. Uh, no, it was. It really was. It's. It tells a story, and it's. You know, not all videos are. I think are great, and I think that one is great. Now um,
3: we're the stars because we had access to ourselves on this road trip. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. What's funny? Uh, one one person says, "So that's how people get around in New Mexico." I always wonder. Yeah, yeah,
3: I saw that. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it just says so many great locations for geocaching, and you know, I didn't place any, but I bet you there are caches and all. Oh screens. gosh, yeah. yeah oh but yeah. It was funny making it. Was like in a weird way. It was kind of reminiscent of caching because we we didn't know where we were going to be. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we knew like we'd go through these areas and yeah. what was your thought about, that? about, what? about how we found the locations and stuff?
2: Uh, we just were just driving along and we just kept it eyes, our eyes peeled for anything that looked cool.
3: That's actually true. <laughs> yeah. That's what she, So in Wyoming, um, so we went north through New Mexico. We, started, yeah. we shot in the Valley of Fire first, which is near this little town Carrizozo here. We did our first shoot. It was actually like a test shoot because we hadn't, I, I knew that the technique would work, but we hadn't tried it yet with our equipment and like you know what I mean? Like figured it out. So that was our first test shoot. And then we went through Colorado and didn't have time to shoot anything there. And then in Wyoming, we found an amazing spot, like right off the highway. We were kind of trekking along the bottom of Wyoming towards Idaho. And Mm -hmm. uh, we found this awesome place. I can't remember. I wrote it down. I can't remember the name of it now, but uh, it was so windy. Like we, we were like, Oh, we can do it. So we went out there and like, I ran down into the field and found this cool shot with like a rock and there was like this, like, right. Twisted old like tree and like it was so neat and lava was gonna like jump through and go past it right she's up there in the distance I'm like okay, god this is blowing I... me
2: she's like Run. I'm like go she's like should I go i like go
3: so like so she starts jumping she jumps up once and literally just blows away right <laughs> it's Funny. so windy so we had to quit and we were well, frozen and got back in the car
1: yeah so uh, <laughs> tell everybody if you if you pull the curtain back a little bit as far as how the process uh of making it look like you're sort of floating there yeah
3: Yeah, that's just a process that has been around for a while it was shown to me by a friend of mine in college and uh, i never thought to use it until now it was it's sort of like, it was almost like a gimmick for us of a way to make it interesting and weird, you know, yeah. like different locations. Cool. At one point I threatened that it would be banjo camping and drinking coffee in different locations. <laughs> right. So, but Lava pointed out that wouldn't be a good music video. <laughs> so we, we, we figured this one out instead. And yeah, so the trick is the way we did it. Uh, the big picture is you have to animate the jumps. So you'll, yeah. you'll jump and take a photo and you want the photo at the apex of the jump, apex meaning just like the highest, yeah. just because that becomes, an easier, easy thing to measure, you know? Sure. Uh, and so we did it with rapid fire. So, like, we'd be like, one, two, three, jump. And on jump, we'd press <laughs> the button and the other one would jump. So, it'd be like, ticket, 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 ticket. Right. And then later, I'd go through and pull out the highest jump of each. The highest one. jumps. So, there was a little organization to it. But, you know, on a road trip, it was easy. We'd sit there driving and I would just organize it.
1: <laughs> Darrell uh, wants to know how many times he, he um, made. Yeah.
2: He, I know that we took over four thousand photos altogether. It's oh my in Six gosh. different states, wow. four weeks of shooting, and um, the cut ended up having twenty-five different scenes. Like, okay. Settings. So, but there was more than that that didn't make the video.
3: Yeah, yeah, incredible. Um, yeah, and so like you know, people could do this at home, and I encourage it. Take your kids out in the backyard and do it. It's really fun. Yeah. But the idea is, yeah, and like, so like we just would stand in one spot, you know, jump, get the picture at the height of the, get the picture up here, whether, whether you can do it in one shot or you have to take many, it's a, however, and sure. then you just take a little baby step forward and do it again, do it again, do it again and again, awesome. and again, and again, and again, until you're off. And then you put it in some sort of editing system and just turn those still images into frames, basically, because that's mm-hmm. all it is, is multiple images put together. Sure. So, oh, yeah. Um, it creates that uh, animated look and it's really fun it's easy to do i recommend people try it with their kids it's super fun uh my right knee hurts so bad by the end though <laughs> i gotta tell you dude i know that i'm getting older now because my knee and that's the same right wow. knee I hurt a that electrician actually so it's kind of this i'm learning now through as you get older you get these reoccurring injuries but yeah, i was uh, i was kind of beat up by the end i think lava too we did a lot of jumps
0: and it was well, especially when,
3: like when we were in the pacific northwest so we went through you know wyoming and yeah. Idaho. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wanted to visit Lava Hot Springs. So that was like her little geocache. Well, of
1: course. Right She's, her, she, her name's Lava, so. Yeah. And, of uh, course.
3: and then um, uh, we went through, basically shot through Portland, saw a friend, and then went to the Pacific Northwest. And we were there for probably like a week up in the um, Olympic Peninsula, just kind of kicking around.
1: Oh, that's a neat all, area. That was
3: all my joke, my jumps. So I really got my knee hurting there. Right. And then we came through. Yeah. So we went down through the Redwoods uh, and um, then to Santa Rosa where Courage is and shot him.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: then we went to Yosemite and Death Valley. Yosemite was snowed, in, uh, snowed up so much. We couldn't shoot anything. We couldn't really jump. So we tried and we just like disappeared into the snow, <laughs> uh, but then we went to Death Valley and that was mostly her. So then she got beat up, but uh, right. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was cool. It was, a, it was, in it's kind of, it's not at all geocaching, but I do feel like the, the, the the looking for the shot, you know, because we had to find what's our, our yeah. shot going to be. Oh, absolutely. The, the adding that to the road trip, it kind of had some sort of similar vibe to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, or something else.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's something you and I talked about the other day. Was, um, and there's there's a lot that there's a lot of similarities, and I think that one of the things that you and I both agreed on that we wanted to try to convey to all the geocachers and non geocachers that that happen to, to watch or listen to the show is that getting out sometimes geocachers surprisingly will not get out and just drive and go and do things like that and get out into into nature as it were just i mean was
4: mm. that go ahead, jesse just wander you know that's yeah uh, that's the part we miss a lot of times and I'm still fascinated with how you planned your trip and how much you knew you were going to hit beforehand and how much you found. But that is, whether you're geocaching or not, that's the spirit of geocaching, right? Get out, play, explore. That's the deal.
3: Yeah. You know, as far as the itinerary, we knew that we were going to go through Colorado because there's some family there to visit. And then we just kind of would look at the map a, a day or two in advance, I think, and just kind of look at. The route we should take to get we knew we were going to the olympic peninsula that was sort of like the main goal to get there mm-hmm. so then we just started looking at okay well where do we want to go on the way okay we'll visit colorado because family well sure. we might as well do we want to go through utah or wyoming and we were debating it so we decided we, we haven't seen wyoming so we went north through wyoming
1: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> that, that then we got stuck in where did we get stuck larmy Laramie? Yeah. We got stuck in Laramie because For the wind was so bad. We had to stop, so we stayed at a K-Way. Really? We love K-Ways now. That's <laughs> funny. And uh, we were th- we'd were like, we'd be in the van. There was nothing to do. It was so windy, so dusty. We just, we just had to stay in the van. So we got really used to the me and lava and the dog all crammed into the, right. side the van. It would just be like hanging out in the van, and it would be like.
1: Oh, my gosh. It hits wow. you. Yeah. Terrified.
3: Literally like that. <laughs> that <was laughs> so crazy. That's how our Started. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is good. You know, it's like we got it out of the way, and then everything after that was much easier. Yep. So yeah. So she knew she wanted to go to Lava Hot Springs. So that's we, you know, we knew we could go through Utah or mm-hmm. go. So we picked Wyoming, which even though, and this is going, this is sort of we talked about this pre-show, but maybe we can get into this now. But yeah, yeah. Wow, my hair's nuts. But um, yeah. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to my life. Welcome. But uh, uh, you know, there was a little bit of a go with the flow attitude to it, where we yes. knew we wanted to get somewhere. And we were just kind of like, we'll figure it out. And if in that moment yeah. we didn't have the answer, we knew we would. Even the music video is that way. We didn't know, like the thing with the torn paper and the hearts. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how do we go from John Courage being introduced at the top of the video? It's his song. We should introduce him first. Right. How do we get from him to us? Because it's going to be such a weird, random thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe he like drops something and it falls into our world. And, you know, like, it, it eventually just morphed itself into this idea of like the two hearts go together. Cause then that, mm-hmm. that, Oh, well that's how we'll bring it back together. Right. I didn't know all that when we set out, I didn't even know that when we shot like half of the jumps, maybe, you know, we were kind of making it up as we went. Same with the road trip. I think. Yeah. I think, I think we, we figured it out in the, in the, in the Olympic peninsula. I think about the hearts, mm-hmm. I think, but
1: that's, that is incredible. That's something that um, is fascinating. We talked about before and, you know, um, you both have uh, some we really, we probably won't be able to get to tonight. We got so much to cover, but you know, um, you know, lava. You, you're you also are a filmmaker, and so it's kind of neat. Is this is this your first experience filming with 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 John? Is that uh, is this your first time? Because you've filmed before, you've done films before, and you've done some stop motion before too, right?
2: Yeah, I do a lot of stop motion on my own. And um, no, and it's kind of what we incorporate because I play with a lot of taking photos and stop motion a lot. And, mm-hmm. and 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 if you notice, John courage, also has clips where he's actually doing kind of stop motion, because that's where he's a little when he comes in and leaves. Oh, right, right. Those are all photographs in that video.
1: That's cool.
3: Someone asked what frame rate. Um, I yeah,
1: mean, couple couple frames. geeks wanted to know the.
3: Was twenty four. Feel free to ask those questions if you see them. Soon. Yeah, yes. no, yeah, that's it's good.
1: Vloggers, all the. It's funny the vloggers are asking these questions. By the way, I like that.
3: yeah, no, we operated at twenty four frames a second, um, just because I generally like that. It just looks like the theater. It just looks better to me in general. Sure. Uh, but uh, sometimes it depended on the animation because we would get the photos, but it was based on like the distance to us and. How many tiny steps we took? Like, there was one where I kind of jumped between the lake and that kind of weird big tree, and I go back around behind it. Mm-hmm. The video that one I had to pull frames out of because there were too many jumps that we had done, and like it looked weird and too slow and jittery with right. the tree. So I had to actually pull some out. And then there were other times that I had to like um, mm. add frames, and maybe maybe it was getting closer to 12 seconds instead of sure. 20, 12 frames instead of 24. You it 24. all operated in a 24 frames a second video. Right. The animations might have been. It's traditional for animation: twelve frames. Past. Oh, okay. So double frames is that yeah. happens a lot in like faster-paced
1: animation. Oh, really? Okay. Or, or oh, that's probably interesting. Probably done that way. Yeah, Scott. Um, he lives in California, which is where you used to live. But uh, yeah. Scott, want to know what camera were you I using? Was,
2: it's my uh, Canon 60D. It's my old school one because the battery life lasts forever, <laughs> and um,
3: and she has a lens baby that was on it. Okay. And-
2: in a Holga. Yeah, I was going to use
3: a <laughs>
4: jumped on it.
2: <laughs> I can't answer. It. Sorry. And I was going to say, yes, this is my first time working with John in a movie. That was my first film project with him. But yeah, it was a Canon 60D. It's old school. And uh, it's my lens baby composer. And it's also a Holga lens. That um, Those are the two lenses we used
1: for the okay. video.
2: Very cool.
3: We both shot Courage. So when we were filming him singing, we used also my uh, Sony Sony A7S Uh Mark II.
1: Oh, very cool. Yeah.
3: Those parts we shot in slow motion. No, we shot. Did you shoot in slow motion for that? Mm -hmm. No. I was doing like most of the video was my A7S because I was able to shoot in slow motion, and then she did um, the photo animations of like him walking up at the beginning and the end with her camera. Mm -hmm. Very cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, those are neat. Um, all right, we're gonna switch gears a little bit. We got a couple of different gears to to switch into tonight. That was first gear. We're switching into second gear now. I guess you could say. Um, not a car guy, so but I understand.
4: I understand <laughs> I gears out. a little. bit. okay.
1: I used to own a standard, so I kind of know a little bit. Back in the day, the old the old standard. I don't think you can buy a standard anymore, but
4: anyway, uh, you absolutely cool. can. Can you really?
2: I just I went to Colorado to buy a standard. That's solid. did you really? Yeah. What did you get? I got a, a retro Forester, Subaru Forester. Oh yeah. I go off roading a lot, so that's what I, I want. Yeah,
4: my Jeep's still standard, so
1: it's, very I cool. Okay, there you go. Um, so, <laughs> so lava. Yeah. Meow Wolf. I want to talk about uh, a project that you've spent some time on. Uh, Meow Wolf is currently in two spots, and there's one in Santa Fe that we're going to go visit this this summer. Uh, gosh, not too many weeks, and then one in Vegas. Yay! Yay. Which you really worked on that one a lot. Yes. Um, so, Ed, I know these are this is difficult, but I know you can do it. Can you explain what Meow Wolf even is for people? Um.
2: I would say the best way to kind of figure it out, it's an art collective, okay. a group of various types of artists, whether their medium is filmmaking or sculpture or whatever, there's just a big collaboration of a lot of different type of artists to work on one particular story but it's it's really abstract like that's the easiest way to put it but it but it is not an easy process but that's what makes it so amazing it's a really it's really cool i love meow wolf
3: yeah they're a group of artists from santa fe it started there mm-hmm. and, uh, um you were saying that they, they kind of got together because there was the feeling of exclusion in the art mm-hmm. scene you know right um so they were like well we'll make our own art scene
2: and they did
3: yeah. yeah, when I lived in Santa Fe, I don't remember, they hadn't started making any sort of interactive exhibits when I was there, I don't think. It was more of like, they would throw parties and I think have showings and stuff of their work, if I recall, but.
1: Wow, yeah, so um, yeah, one of our, um, we had L.A. on that, L.A. was on our show last week, but she has a geocat, and his name is Wolf, so there is a real Meow Wolf, uh, so his name's Wolf. Um, so I want to show a little bit because Meow Wolf in Vegas is completely different than Meow Wolf in Santa Fe. But it is – talk about
4: uh,
1: – and something I'll talk about someday is it would be cool if it was treated like – I bet if you Meow Wolf folks make a geocache, it would be – oh, yes. It would be nuts. Yes. Well, that's what I was thinking was – if we could somehow talk to headquarters and see if we could treat Meow Wolf like a library, because you can place caches inside of a library. So if we could somehow convince them that Meow Wolf is like a library, we could actually have a cache, geocache put somewhere hidden because there's so many things inside um, the um, Omega Mart. It's called, it's called the Omega Mart and it is the most surreal experience. I'm sure people, I've seen some video, you walk through refrigerators, you, the stuff on the, on the, can you actually buy the stuff in Omega Mart Lava?
2: Can Yep.
1: You can buy some of the most bizarre stuff. I want to show.
2: John and I just went yesterday. We just got back today from Las Vegas. From Vegas? Okay. <laughs> so I'm a little tired, but John so, is going to bring some of the stuff that we, we got there. Like, here's so, my cereal. Yeah. Oh, very
1: cool. Yeah. So, oh, wow. There it is. Yeah, but it's you can actually, buy that. Simply, Simply Spiders. Simply does not
3: contain spiders. Simply That's spiders, funny. Right? Uh, here's, here's Dram Cake Mix. Nice. <laughs> Not, uh, these are like white labels you can really buy. So it's really not good.
1: dream cake, but dram cake.
3: It's one really big pancake or hundreds of really small ones. That's
4: <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's
3: awesome.
4: So yeah. where is this in Vegas?
2: Um, it's in the air. It's called area 15. And that's a new building. I, um yeah. We just went to yesterday, and we just got to go to Omega Mart, and that was like really—it was really fun. I was the production coordinator for all the video content, which, if you're in either Meow Wolf, Santa Fe, or the one in Vegas, the videos actually are telling you a story.
1: Yes. Very cool. Here we go. Here's a little Omega Mart. America. How about those? Ow, you
4: walked in oh, wow.
1: Literally, mind. Just walk through the refrigerator and do a whole world. Oh. Yeah, anytime you, you want to stop lava, just collar
4: her it here and stop Look at that, it's awesome. Tattoo chicken.
1: Meow and wolf. And all that setup,
4: oh my gosh, it's crazy.
2: It's very interactive, that's what I like
4: yeah, it's <laughs> So it's okay. meant for people to crawl all through and touch everything yeah. It's not one of those stuffy, yeah. you can't touch this, only places but,
2: but everything you're interacting with, and if you watch the videos, in exhibits are telling you a story And, and you can yeah. either get involved into the story or not, but there is a whole theme to both of them
3: Yeah, there's like it's kind of dude. It's amazing. There's like clues and stuff where it's like there was a guy I saw in there who had. uh, Cause like there'll be like a desk, right? You'll find like an employee's desk or something, and there'll be like papers on it that are part of the exhibit, and he's like methodically going taking notes, right? because it's like, there's codes and stuff hidden that you'll need somewhere else to like open something. And then like, there's like there's like active phones that you can pick up yeah, and you can oh dial and reach like voicemails <laughs> and like- It's so fun. And like the phone will ring and someone will be there sometimes. Like, it's really crazy. And it's if you It's like watch- a psychedelic uh, escape,
4: escape room. room. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yes, it is. Well, if you watch the videos, I'm just a little plug here. I'm also a character in the Omega Mart. My name is Karen. And ah. if you go to their Instagram page, I'm, I'm in the last weeks of videos. <laughs> yeah, awesome.
1: yeah. Yeah, cool. there's stuff. I, I watched a video one guy did of just some random stuff he was walking through. But he stopped for a minute and did a little bit of this video. And the video is like telling you about a Mart, but then it's kind of not telling yeah. you about a Mart. So it's kind of this melange of 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 text or I mean, of uh, speech of different things of it's like, whoa, It is, it's, it's hard to explain unless you see, well, you, you saw it. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's such a, such an incredible explosion of things to your, to your senses.
4: Well, it's here's cool. what's really funny about this. So we haven't even really talked about geocaching yet but both of these things are so the spirit of geocaching, a psychedelic escape room and a road trip that is kind of almost unplanned. That is you, you can't get more geocaching without talking about geocaching and I know we're going to get to the geocaching part, right? But I mean, it's just perfect. I mean, it's, so, it's both of those topics we could talk about forever with the people we're talking with because, and you know, the whole audience and everything else, because that is exactly the spirit of exploration that, that we that get us into this game. I think it's actually
3: why geocache always was on my radar as something interesting to me. You know, I can't Mm -hmm. say I'm an avid geocacher. I can't say I've done a ton of it, but like, like exactly like you're saying, it's all, it's
4: very much in the wheelhouse of the stuff I love. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the fun, quirky hobby, you know, that you don't have to find a million of them to be a geocacher. You find one and know what it is. And you're a geocacher Yeah, and you can do it at any time in your life that you want to do it. So it's kind of a, a fun hobby to play wherever you are. Yeah.
2: How about if you you just place one? Am I officially a geocache? Yes, you are. Oh, and we're going to talk
4: about that because she has
1: <laughs> she has placed one. We're going to talk about that, and I we're going to show. Um, we'll get into the video, um, and so why don't we? We'll switch gears. I, I, I do. I, I someday though, Bob, we got to come back and talk more about uh, meow wolf, especially after I've been there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I, what's funny is that one of our uh, one of our network. Uh, f- uh, folks is mentioning in, in the chat room that he he does a thing on Friday nights. He has a, a vlog uh, um, show, I guess you could say, that he does on Friday nights. And um, Jeff with uh, Cash the Line, he's up in Ontario, Canada, and he says Omega Mart was mentioned during his TGIF event on Friday. And he'd never heard of it before, but now, of course, he has. And then the CFO, which is Jesse's. That's my wife.
4: Life. She's in the background.
1: She says, "I have heard about this in Vegas. So I'm sure y'all are." Re- and
4: yeah, we go out there very frequently, so we'll be attending the one in Vegas for sure. You definitely should get tickets ahead of time. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, I need I to. I, I can get my tickets for Santa Fe. Um, I'll, do, I'll do that very soon. Maybe.
3: In a room, and there's like kind of kaleidoscopy lights, and it looks like it's just kind of like undulating. <laughs> but if you get right. close to look, it's actually all of this like very tiny, thin cut paper that's been oh, like. Wow like you know lit up by leds that are shifting and like wow. you start noticing a so, goal like the amount of work that went into it is nuts and lava would amazing. know because she was a part of the video creation
1: mm-hmm. the, yeah. so yeah i mean you're so now see you're coming from the other direction uh lava you can now do you can vlog oh is what tom say tom's part yeah. network too do you have yeah. time for the cash creation night
4: not, <laughs> yes we
1: do yes Tom. we still have
4: time we're, we're gonna not run out of time but yeah we're, we're gonna submit everybody's fascinated with it we've already brought up two fascinating topics and we hadn't even talked about geocaching i know which is great you we, know we who cares to. That's, that's awesome
1: but what's great is that lava can now come at it from a different angle instead of being a geocacher and then trying to learn the the video log side of things we have some great vloggers uh in the geocaching community We have some on our part of our network. Uh, You know, Jeff and Derek um, are really good at that. Charles, part of our other, uh, uh, another show that we have as well. But um, you're coming in, you get to come in from the other side. You're the filmmaker that's learning the geocaching side. So now you can kind of, you know, film your geocaches and put them out there for people to see. And so anyway, exciting stuff. So I think what we'll do is let's, should we well, Jesse? What do you think? Should we show the video first and then ha- walk John through the submit the submittal, or should we yeah, submit sure. the G-
4: because the live submittal using somebody else's computer system live on air? There's no chance anything can go wrong. So All right, of course, let's do not. the video first.
1: <laughs> let's do the video first. So um, John sent me some snippets of uh, he and Lava putting together um, the cache. So this is just um, just f- uh, a fun little. Montage of things they put together for this. So well, let's show the video first and then we'll we'll submit it They said yes So uh, Lava have you ever geocached before?
2: This is my first time. I have never geocached
3: Lava's never geocached and uh, Her her first experience geocaching is gonna start by placing a cache which will be pretty cool. uh... So, we're here at the, uh, the Bolin's Running Indian which is kind of, I think, what, between Deming and Las Cruces, New Mexico? Yes. And, uh, check out this cool car. The uh, the Running Indians is like a chain of kind of like, kind of like a Loves would be, you know, like a kind of like a gas station-y stop, yep. but uh, they have tons of chachi kind of stuff for sale inside, uh, one of which we bought and put into the cash, which is... <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a um, New Mexico bottle opener. So whoever finds it first is gonna get that. We're over here hiding it somewhere by the Bolin Indian sign. Oh, Actually, neither of us have placed a <laughs> cache before. I don't even know
2: what I'm
3: doing. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna figure out a, a place to hide this. So kind of what happens is we, uh, we're gonna give coordinates for it, but then often there'll be like a little description of what, where it's hidden.
1: Talking
3: to you. I guess we can't really do it back behind there just because it's fenced off, but we could do it here just right under it. Maybe we can get some rocks and just build a little cover over it or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Place it. Did they ever alert you when someone finds it?
3: That's a great question. We'll have to ask the guys on the show. I don't know. I've never left one before. Do you want to sign this or anything? Wow, this is already melting in the sun, basically. So hot. Good thing it'll be where it's going to be put. Okay, we're going to place. All right. You want to do the honors?
2: Uh, sure. I am closing the Pelican case. Good luck. I hope you find it.
1: And then i i cut it off because i want to give the all the spoilers for yeah, it yeah no, where exactly. did she put the cash where is yeah. it
3: dun, dun, dun. i just want to really dun. like that after showing the music video that's so cool looking you can see how horribly i can shoot stuff too <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah
4: there was a lot of neck shots in there you know
3: <laughs> it's because i was like trying to hold stuff and like yeah <laughs>
4: no, no, I good.
3: audio mostly is
4: yeah anyway it's interesting because neither one of you have hidden the cache before and this is your first one and you know no pressure just do it live in front of you know a bunch of people but um there's already and we haven't asked any questions about it yet but there's already from the video a lot of things you've done right that a lot of people mess up on their first caches and we'll, we'll kind of get into those but oh, cool. we did ask a question which was how do you know when somebody finds it and yeah. uh for people that have never hidden the cache before you know you wouldn't have seen this side of it but Anytime you hide one, it's posted on the site. So anytime somebody makes a log online, you get an email saying, you know, Gary found your cash or Gary couldn't find your cash or whatever. And uh, with one cash out there, you'll get emails. As you have more, it kind of snowballs, right? So one cash is easy to manage. Hundreds of caches are less easy to manage, obviously. But it's one of the best things that you'll find out is like maybe that family that we were talking about earlier on. Takes mm-hmm. that cash for their 200th milestone and goes right. and writes a neat little story and you get that whole story sent to you. Oh, that's, and that's cool. the coolest part of the game that you haven't gotten into yet because you've never hidden a cash and cool. you'll find some really neat, depending on what you hide, right? If you had at a cool location, you'll get cool, cool stories. Yeah. But uh, one of the best parts of the game is finding out that a family or what, you know, well for me, I mean, it's different for everybody, right? But it's finding out that a family chose that on their, their holiday or their vacation or as a milestone and they really had a lot of fun doing it. And uh, they send you this whole story and pictures too. Like you might have a picture of the whole family or whatever. And that's a whole part of caching that, If unless people hide geocaches, they never get into that side of the story. Right. And it's uh, hopefully you'll really enjoy that side of it. Yeah, I feel like I will. That's really
1: neat. Yeah. That.
4: That's really cool. I love that. Yeah. I could yeah. see
3: you You'd have to open your own email account for that specifically or something.
1: Some people do. Um, whatever account yeah, you have. On your on geocaching.com, that's where they'll go. But you can always you can always change your account.
4: If you get to hiding a bunch, you may want to make sure it's uh, a different account than your normal standard email that you get your important emails in, because it's, it can be
1: yeah it can be a, can be a lot. It can be yeah yeah especially if <laughs> well, yeah we won't get it tonight, but d- yeah Jesse's got one. He has a virtual hidden at the oldest active geocache in the world, so he's probably getting one a day.
4: Wow! Uh, no, when I got three thousand a couple weekends ago, but well, that's because everybody um,
1: was out there. <laughs> but
4: that was a weird thing for a big event. I hit a lot of caches for this event, so there yeah, was true. a couple thousand people in town one weekend. So I got thousands of emails, but that's not your standard. That's so not standard. you know that you, so that great. will not happen off of one. I promise you. No. So.
3: But that's also, I bet, amazing to see how many people are actually doing it too.
4: That's oh really- yeah. And the, uh, the one with that Gary mentioned the virtual that I have out there, it's uh, kind of one we did as a group, but there's a plaque, a memorial plaque there for the oldest cache in the world. And, uh, people go there a lot and they make big trips to go to this cache And then now they have a cool place. And part of it is you take your picture in front of it every time. So just seeing people there, you know, posing in front of the sign and get their big smiles on their face. Cause this is like the culmination of their trip. That's a really, a really neat, uh, a really neat thing.
3: That's really cool. Well, I'm yeah. excited for that to start happening. We were saying it'd be fun to drive by because we will drive. It's, an, it's one that I drive by all the time. Right. Location um, if I'm road tripping. And so like, it'll be fun to stop and to see who signed it to like, it's which is oh, already absolutely. another
4: thing you've done. Right. You have easy access to it. Right. So oh, yeah, something easy wrong. access. Yeah. And the container was great. Y'all chose yes. a great container to start off. People tend to choose. I'm not, I don't want to be mean. Some people don't think about that ahead of time, and they put out terrible containers for kids to find. And oh. that's a whole other show that we, we talk about a lot. But there's a lot of things that are just really not appropriate to be left out in the wild. Even though they'll technically contain a piece of paper, that doesn't mean it's a good container for a family-friendly game, right? So nuclear waste drum or something? Right. Yeah, we've seen that's some – There you go. Well, there's, there's some things that are like uh, – it seems really good at the time until you think about the weather and things will get rusty yeah. and cut kids' fingers and that's terrible. Oh Al- that's a good point. Al- Al- yeah. Altoid
1: tins that aren't painted. Altoid tins, if they're not painted, they'll they'll rust. And so yeah. those are bad. That's yeah, you don't, you can you don't leave
4: those in the desert. That's not gonna go well. So no. Yeah. Well, um funny we had,
3: I had specifically mm-hmm. brought a pencil that we could cut down to put in it. And yeah. uh, I, I I put it in the car with me when we left and then uh, our road trip turned into a weird series of things not going as planned, <laughs> but in a great way. Like, you in know, the flow is the best. It. That's right. But so we ended up stopping there to get a pencil. And I walked in and asked them if they had pencils. And they're like, no, we don't have pencils. And I was like, oh, man. So she hadn't been in a running Indian net anyway. So we're like, well, let's, t- let's check it out because she likes tchotchke stuff like me. So we're like yeah. walking around. And then they, the people working there really realized we really were looking for some sort of small pen or pencil. And then they started really getting on the hunt with us. So then they started cashing, <laughs> we like, and they found these two 66 pencils that were in like a little thing somewhere that were for sale. Oh, that perfect, existed. So that's what we used. Yeah. Well,
2: what's cool is that it was kind of similar to our music video that when we when we started the road trip on Friday, we didn't know where we were going to put the cash. So and then when we're there, we're he thought this would be a great place. So it was kind of spontaneous. At the well, I think time. we almost
3: left after getting the pencils and then it just sort of, yeah, suddenly it just suddenly, suddenly made sense. I think mm-hmm. partially we were like, let's not stop again. Let's just do it here. <laughs> but it was a good spot. You know?
1: Oh That's gosh. Nice
2: there too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So we went in and asked the lady who had helped us find the pencil. Nice um, lady who, at least manages it, I guess. I don't know. And she was like, "Oh yeah, I don't think she quite understood what I was explaining that
1: we were doing." But she was like, "Yeah, that's great, go for it."
2: And we have been so, to Bucky's. I saw. Yes, that. Yes, Tom yeah.
1: says they've been to Bucky's. Yeah. Of course they've been to Bucky's. Are you kidding me? I These guys were it. instrumental in getting a bumper sticker for
3: Lava that says
1: "Beaver Believer." Actually, that's right. <laughs> she had one of
3: her car that she sold when she got her Forester. She needed a new one, and when I went through, they were all sold out. So, yep.
2: I Love Bucky's,
4: it's so fun, yes. Well, and yeah, we kind I of glossed over one thing that y'all really did right, which is ask for permission to oh. make your hide, right. That is so huge, and so many people skip over that step so often. And
1: it, oh. and it, it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't
4: kudos. that yeah.
1: Of, oh, yeah, huge kudos to you. So, what was it? So, people that the, well, there's a good time tonight because a lot of people don't take the time. I mean, it wasn't a big deal, right, John? You just asked them where you go. No, I mean, I had the advantage that
3: they'd already been so helpful. I could tell they were really friendly and I was just more worried that I would place it and then somehow they would either see it or find it and throw it away before we even. Right. 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 That was tragic. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a, the worst that'll happen is people say no, I guess. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. That's,
1: that's the thing. That's what people need to do. Just ask. You will. Yeah. A lot of times it's all you have to do. So yeah, like no.
3: We're like that. It's good. If people are stopping for that, then they're probably going to go say, Hey, what tchotchke were they talking about in the school? Mm-hmm. And like, wow. Yeah. Look at this awesome horse riding cowboy that's jumping over. Like, I don't know. <laughs> There's like so much yeah.
4: Well, well, something that's, we can, that's how you find those places so many times I, my wife and I go out and we don't know where we're going and we'll just go. We say we have, we know we have until this time to be back and in Colorado, you can go and explore. Right. And a lot of times we'll find something because of a geocache, some little cool diner on the side of the road, or cool. stuff like that, and that we never would have probably come across if we weren't out just randomly exploring. And that's the best when you find something that you didn't even know was going to be there.
1: Exactly, right. and that's really awesome. Yeah. yeah
4: so, it's missing now because now that we navigate everywhere with our phones,
3: we don't stop. Mm-hmm. we just right. worth going, you know. So that's actually yeah. a good point. That's cool. That
1: that's like, a good point. Yeah, and so that's. You know, that's perfect. And like you said, in fact, when we, as we do the, the submittal of the geocache, something if you want to put in the description is you can tell them or in the description, you can't, you can't mention the location per se. You can The business. Of,
4: you can't, yeah. You can't
1: mention the business. We can skirt around it a little bit and, yeah. and get it in there. It'll be approved. But you can put in the description, though, um, place by permission. Please go in and tell them, you know, that you appreciate them allowing you to a cash or whatever yeah and you, you know people appreciate I, I know i've got one at the chamber and uh, here in town and uh, you know i get the chamber people telling me all the time that people are coming by and appreciate that and i say well they're they're in town chamber mm-hmm. of commerce so you know I'm, I'm trying to i'm pushing them to do some other stuff as well but i want people to know and i want them to realize that business is coming to their area so yeah. yeah, kudos to you for that. So
4: all right, let's get into the let's middle, go the right? live submission and it'll work out perfect. It no, will. No problem. So you got
1: geocaching.com pulled up, right, John? I do. Okay. Um, I don't know if you can you share share your screen. I'll try. It should the be at the bottom of,
4: there. should be a little share.
1: There's a little share button in the middle next Ships to screen. the cog. Do middle it. of Middle of the screen next to. I've got the share
3: screen. Oh, there we go. I didn't click for some reason. That's okay. Um, share screen.
4: Select window.
3: Yes. Yeah, entire screen. Is that what I should do? You can do entire. Or a window if you window. have
4: it
1: in a separate window. Yeah. If you have a separate window of it. Pull
3: it into one then. Nope. I'm sure this is the most exciting moment for. No, it's okay. <laughs>
1: It's okay.
4: Yeah, they'll bear with us for a minute, so we can get it pulled up to do a.
1: While John, while John's working on that, some things we did beforehand is he, yeah, did he it. did um, check the coordinates himself. He knew mm-hmm. that there was no cache within point one, in the U.S. We use miles, so uh, five hundred twenty-eight feet. He checked mm-hmm. that. I went ahead and double checked for him as well. Just he sent me the coordinates, and um, uh, so did I was able. To yep. So we double checked there's no there's no cash within uh the radius so that's good news. It's
4: in place. In it's got place. Bag in it. Permission. Mm-hmm. All good to go.
1: That part is great. So
3: It says this browser can't access your screen. Try capturing a different screen. To see. Oh.
1: Well, okay.
2: Maybe, maybe do the whole
1: Yeah, so if, it if you don't show the whole screen, that's okay. Yeah. We can we can walk you through it.
4: Let's see. Yeah. I'm gonna try again.
1: If not, like I said, we can talk through it with okay. you.
4: Cool. Like we said, what could possibly go wrong with live experimentation of software on online?
1: <laughs> it's true.
3: Um yeah, I'm gonna try the f- just do my oop, nope.
1: Yeah, we don't want to lose you though. So definitely more don't more yeah, if not, that's okay. We can we'll walk you through it. We we will uh we'll we'll tell the story as we go. So yeah, it yeah. doesn't want to. I can
3: try it real quick pulling up Chrome and seeing if that'll solve it. Let me just try that real quick. On a could. separate one? Yeah, sure, that's, that's fine.
4: Okay. Yeah. If not, what we'll do is we'll just kind of over-narrate it, right? And we'll talk about the the parts that you're going through. And the first time you ever submit one, it seems really foreign. It just seems like you haven't seen that side of it. You found geocaches, but you haven't seen the side, to, you know. And, uh, and once you submit it, here's the other really neat thing that uh, it's almost – it, it's almost go overboard with it, but you're, you you want to wait until you're just excited for somebody to be the first one to find it.
1: Oh yeah, that's always the great
4: part, and that's the that's the fun part. Oh, looks like we lost them there.
1: Lost for a minute. That's okay. Yeah, here they go.
4: They're coming back in now. Yeah, there we go. Okay. And they're they're back. No problem. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the once you hide your first cash, the first thing you're waiting on then is for that first person to go find it. And it may be thirty minutes, and it may be three weeks. And you just you just yeah. Don't know.
1: And what's uh so as Tom said, he goes, uh, waiting waiting for cash to publish is like waiting for Christmas, oh, waiting for gosh. someone to find your cash for the first time is like Christmas. Basically, geocaching is Christmas. I like that. <laughs> it's great. All right, so let's let's go ahead and get you don't have to worry about sharing it, John. Let's just we'll just we'll get right into it. So um, go to play, you know, I guess you've already done part of it. You got you went to play, you went to hide a cache, you got to the coordinates. Yeah, now I'm at traditional
3: cache so I can hit that and then it says yeah, yeah, the exact portion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was asking you guys if there's a trick to typing it out. And you said no. Just
1: uh yeah, what what I would do is I put the north uh, I put an N at least Okay, N, I got just it. Just so you can explain N, north. Okay.
3: Yeah. N32, it's like one N32 yep. no space and then I have yeah. space This space right. 0790, mm-hmm. right? Do I put the um what do you call that?
4: Comma? No, you don't have to space and then west or w.
3: Okay, space w one oh seven space zero,
1: 0.
4: Five.
1: 0. 0.345. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're putting it down there below.
4: And when you hit that, for anybody that has never done this before, it'll check and make sure it's a good location. Confirming coordinates. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. It's pretty far away. Yeah. So what it's asking you is, do you, do you realize this is far away from your house, you know, for maintenance issues and everything else? Yeah. So I guess we it's think not like, really. Yeah. Which you can say, that's OK, to check. They, they a have a lot of built in checks like that. Just, you know, if you uh, a lot of people will accidentally switch the coordinate sometimes and it'll be like in Asia and <laughs> Asia and they live here and you'd be like, are you sure this is where you want to put it? You know, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay. So now
3: it's asking waypoints optional. I don't really think it needs any. I think it's pretty self-evident when you get there. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Also, you can double, when you got that screen too, John, double check and make sure it looks like it's in the right spot. Now I've, it mm-hmm. did. It did. Okay, good. Yeah. Cause okay, I, that's good. Cause I checked it as well as you did. And I think we're all good. Uh, so I mentioned by putting two zeros, I don't, think you don't have, you have to have to right okay yeah, go ahead
3: show me that on the app when i screen grabbed where i was well yeah so i just wrote down exactly what the geocache yeah. app was showing exactly
1: me. yeah yep um
3: okay cool geocache name so i had to scrap the name because i can't mention the, the business so
1: <laughs> you
4: can kind of mention it i mean yeah but you just can't the only thing it, 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 it is is there's a rule about something? uh commercial advertising right so what they really don't want is people to use Uh geocaches to advertise their business or anything else. So gotcha. You know, yeah. So
3: so it's a Bolins running Indian and it's kind of at the foot of something. So what if I call it like uh running footer or
1: something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Or at at the foot at the foot foot foot. of the Indian or there's 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 the guy right there, Bolins Running Indian. Um Bolins
4: Foot, would that be okay?
1: Yeah,
3: that would
4: work. That's fine. It's not gonna. It's it's okay to have the name there. What you they, what you just don't want to do is say like you have to go inside and buy something. Oh. you know to get the cash or anything like that. That's right. that's when they would they would balk on that one because it's really not supposed to be an advertisement for a business. Which naming it something is not. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay, I got all that in there now.
4: Um, where did I write my?
3: Okay, so I've got a description here that I, I I wrote. You can tell me if it's not eloquent enough or something. But I've got. Um, I wrote, these locations are an iconic chain for me. I grew up near one, and they are so unique to the Southwest. Look for the cache covered with white rocks. Please be sure to cover it back up with rocks when done so the sun does not destroy the plastic cache. Yep. This cache was placed with permission, so please consider stopping into the store and letting them know you're there for the cache. Is that what I should say? Perfect, yeah.
4: Yeah, that's perfectly okay. You're not telling them they have to. You're just saying, hey, say thanks. Exactly. Yeah, and if you want to, you can always describe... The uh, because you're not trying to really trick people with this. Right. So, um, you know, sometimes it's good. It's pretty flat terrain. Right. So you're not. okay, And you can describe the container if you want to, because y'all bought a good container. So, you know, people should. It's always good to give people, especially if you're trying to make it easy for people to find a good idea of what they're looking for.
3: So should I say like near this thing, like if it's near something really obvious or let that just be up to them? To I
4: think they out. can find it. Yeah. That's where you, if you want to, you can put that in the hint. That'll be the next section you have. If you want to give them like some really good hints of where it would be, which I know you're not making it hard anyway, but some people are, have trouble finding, you know, caches and, or it's kids that are doing it and it's always okay to put a hint in there. Yeah. I bet the rocks will be enough of a hint. Probably. I would, I would yeah. suspect so. Not a whole lot mm-hmm. going on there. Okay. Um, so you can add to the hint. Yeah, saying the same thing, add to the hint. But, yeah, that's a good description. Yeah, it it is, tells them what they're looking for, you know, have fun, tells them that they're safe. to. The good thing about putting the fact that you have permission in the description is people don't have to feel like they're sneaking around as much, right? right. Like they can feel free to just Walk wander up, around right. and try to find it.
1: Okay. Some suggestions, too, John, is you don't have to really tell them what kind of rocks or anything like that. You just tell him to cover it back up. I mean, that's up to you.
4: Yeah, so just finding a way is saying he's a little bit uh, concerned about the commercial content. So uh, in the line where it says stop in the store, if you want to try to skirt that, you can always say stop in and say thank you or whatever it was. Just take the store line out of it, and I think you're pretty good then. Yeah. Because then it's not telling it that you have to. It's just saying stop, then tell them thank you or whatever. You're not telling them they have to do it. It's totally optional. Yeah.
3: Okay. So this cache was placed with permission. So mm-hmm. feel free Which to, give, to give them it. a friendly hello or something.
4: Yeah. 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 That's good. And the worst that'll happen if the reviewer comes back and goes, this is too close, just say, this is my first one. How should I? How should I do it? They're really good about telling you. Just change it a little bit like this. So okay. even if this comes back with some error, the reviewers really want these to be out there and be published because they're cashers too. And if you just say, okay, you know, can can you help me tweak it a little bit? They absolutely will. They're not just going to go like you messed it up. You can never place another cache again.
1: Which uh, which part? Just finding our way. Are you saying that which part was commercial content? Because we can get help. Because. We actually yeah, see, have, a re- different. We have a reviewer that's helping to know this on tonight. Oh, great. Yeah. So, not for that state, but.
4: And it's um, pretty different per area too, because I mean, they're pretty strict on the commercial guideline thing, but you know, you can, I've seen many times where they say, this is placed with permission of owner and stuff like that. But yeah, they don't want you to try to be advertising anything. Gotcha. Oh, okay. The, Oh, it's the go inside part? just say, requires the
1: fire to do any of the oh, following, cool. go inside a business, interact. Okay, so we'll just take that part out.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll probably go in. It's, a, it's, it's, it's definitely yeah. a forest trap. We'll
1: anyway. just take that part out. That's Absolutely, cool. yeah. That's good to know. I'll say know. it was
3: placed with permission. How about that?
1: That's good. Saying it was placed with permission, that's perfect. And that's all you, like you said, if they're there, they're more likely going to go in. And, uh, at least I tend to, I'll tend to go in and say, you know, thanks, you know, yeah, and
4: you know. Usually, when you're find, hiding your first cash, you don't have a live reviewer talking to you and helping you out, so you have a little advantage tonight. There's reviewers in the audience right <laughs> it's now. That's pretty rad. I like that. That's yeah, so you that. like <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, it's neat. Um, don't don't we all need that every time we hide a cash? Just a live <laughs> reviewer online <laughs> like, just to help yeah, I us need out. That when I just like go to the grocery, this
1: place. is not going to happen for <laughs> all of your caches, John. I'm sorry, but this <laughs>
4: is this is, a, this is a, that's what you think. Yeah. That's what you uh, think. everybody was saying. That's the the going inside part. Is what what kind of. Okay. Drake, so, tripped alarm, So that's cool you that know. you got that out of there. I, I don't think I can post it into the
3: comments for you to see for some reason, but it's okay. I'll read it one more time to make sure we're not missing something. Okay. These locations are an iconic chain for me. I grew up near one and they are so unique to the Southwest. This is, this is oh good thing. I read it. This is a gravelly dusty parking area. So plenty of room to park and no reason to be worried to be there. Yeah. This Um, the cache is, well. Wow, it's good I'm reading this because I wrote a really terrible thing. <laughs> the cache is a small black and clear pla- pelican case. Be sure to cover it back up when done so the sun does not destroy the plastic cache. Yep. This cache was placed with permission. And under the hint I put, look for the cache covered with whitish rocks.
4: That is a great description.
1: Yeah, that's good.
4: Okay. I've got my co-pilot. There he is. do oh, stop is and look so at the doggo.
3: He's cute. <laughs> oh, that is a cute dog. He's a he's
0: a
4: good boy.
1: He's been part he, of the Memphis Mafia, boy. which is Jesse's uh, family, for two weeks.
4: Yeah, two weeks now. So just uh, no, as of today, two weeks. Yeah. Causing any issues at all? I mean, he's a puppy, right? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the good news is, so with a big puppy, you get big stuff, right? I but he was potty trained quite quickly, so we didn't have good. to. That wasn't a bad issue, but. When you increase the size of the dog, everything is increased. So the size of everything is increased. But the drool, the messes, everything. But he's been really good. So,
3: (laughs) All right. Um, He's really cute. Uh, So I'm on the difficulty part. I'm going to put difficulty is 1.5. It shouldn't be hard, I don't think.
1: Even Uh, if you think, too, John, this is kind of another thing, is that um, do you think that somebody in a wheelchair could – could find it.
3: Wow, it's pretty flat.
1: I think so. The reason I say that, I is the because, whole
3: parking lot was gravel, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I think like, it was. It's pretty, like New Mexico. I dirt think gravel,
3: maybe. But, yeah, I think I think it's doable, especially if they weren't like a wheelchair that had to be on like a real gymnasium floor or something, right? Was, because
1: but, we've had um, we've had some folks on who, um,
3: it's basically a parking lot.
1: Yeah, which. Um we have a, a friend who's a casher who um helps has helped us we even did a show about mm-hmm. about that. And you know, he wants folks to put the one difficulty attribute whenever possible gotcha. as long as they don't as long as they feel that it's a one, then they now, want the, them to. Yeah,
4: but don't forget, it's not just getting to the cash, it's oh, also retrieving the cash. Oh, yeah, they gotta
1: <laughs> retrieve
3: it. Well, they it, it literally, if they can pick something off the floor from their wheelchair, then they can get it it's on the ground. Yeah. yeah. It's not really big, heavy rocks or anything. I think right. that is probably a one then. Because I'm looking at a picture, I can see the background. It is just pretty much flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I I think say,
1: be- yeah. So when we, so this is just a, this is for everybody listening or, or watching. When is, as we know now from experience, we have, uh, we have, um, people who have helped us is, um, if it it can so yeah, Darwell's saying it can't be a one, it can't that's be the, a one. Yeah, that's the
4: kind of gray area, right? Like it's, it is
1: tough if it's hard to pick up. Yeah, um, that's the only tricky part. Is um,
4: I think your original yeah. John one point five would be accurate um, because even though it could be a one for some people, that's kind of that divide. Like a perfect one would be a parking lot, and I don't know these are silly, but a parking lot where you can go right up to it and it's it like. Hand level. So you can reach right. it right there. Right. Um, because a lot of people's mobility issues would, uh, would stop them from being able to, they sure. can get exactly to the cache, but they can't yes. necessarily reach all the way to the ground. So, right. um, and for a lot of cachers, they don't go to caches that are not a one because that's a special right. handicap attribute that they have on there. Right. So that's the most important um, terrain issue Oh, gravel isn't a T1 per ADA. So there you go. That's fine. So that would oh, be yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. That's what it says right here on the wheelchair check mark. If you're not sure, make
3: it a 1.5. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. 1.5 is good. I'm just letting encouraging people, if you can, right, right. try as often as you can. Sure. Yeah. Um, but the probably the
4: most important terrain that you can mark on any geocache is a 1. Yes. Okay. The, the most the most important one to get right is a one because right. that, that yeah. denotes that people in different disability you know with different abilities can either get to it or they can't so <laughs> yeah. you know, outside of that it's all judgment right but yeah. I'm gonna
3: make my next cash I hide very accessible. I like that yeah, yeah. Know, hey we most-
4: absolutely encourage that
3: yeah, yeah I can see some situations where someone may not be able to get it because it really couldn't be anywhere but on the ground but I bet a lot could so
4: I'm still going to mm-hmm. check the wheelchair accessible but call it a 1.5. No, yeah, you that's, can't that's so the, only yes, a one can be wheelchair accessible. Yeah. Oh, okay. so that's that's that that's why we're saying that's that really oh, special designation. But okay, if yeah. you're doing like a 1.5, 1.5, people can experiment with it if they have more ability, but they won't automatically think they can get to it. So that's kind of the in between one. So that's right. I think you're very very correct on that okay. initial selection.
3: So we'll call it 1.5, and um, it's funny all of this guesstimating is just. My experience, is. My yeah, film like film industry, like produce. This is my producing here. I'm
4: like, ah, it feels like a 1.5. Difficult. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. that alone.
1: No, that's good. <laughs> yeah, 1.5 and a terrain of 1.5. Uh, I think you're.
4: Yeah, I think you're pretty good with that. And okay. that's one of those things that even people that have been in the game a long time and have hidden tons. Mm-hmm. It's so subjective, right? It's like it's like art or anything else, right? It's really. Yeah. There are some guidelines, but there's so much play in between those guidelines. Outside of the the one and the five, like everything else in between, that is very subjective. This is
1: interesting.
3: I had no idea so much went into geocaching. It's really interesting.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, um, there's yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, but right, so uh,
3: attributes. Should we do attributes here?
1: You yeah, can, I would pick a few that you go through. Go take a, and you can do knots on some of them as well. Um, recommended for kids, I think. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Good. There you go, because
4: it's a fun place and mm-hmm. it's safe. I mean, I don't.
3: I
1: think that's was Twenty
3: four seven available because people could pull up in the middle of the night. They can't go in this. They can't go in the store, but they could definitely get the cash. Yeah.
1: Exactly. That's exactly right.
3: I mean, is do you have recommendations of what things are good to put?
4: Um. Yeah. So, uh, the, the two that you selected are, are great. First of all um it's i think there's one for dog friendly it's a oh, dog okay. friendly area oh, so people love, that and i love dogs people that yeah. look at caches and the attributes if they have their dog with them and it says no dogs they'll just skip that one so this one is safe uh, for dogs so people can stop and
3: okay to go um takes less than an hour
4: or Absolutely. should i grab one and grab one might be a park and grab i would call that a park and grab most park people are that a park and grab but see, a lot of people really select the caches they're going after by the attributes. Yeah. Some people don't, but oh yeah. Oh, food yeah. and gas nearby. That yeah, should be an yeah, obvious one. Yeah. Smart lava.
2: Well, that guy like suggested.
4: Oh,
3: oh, we got a we got a suggestion. I like it. I didn't even hear. Um, may it require swimming.
4: No. No. We're swimming.
1: Um <laughs>
4: <laughs> some know people know lava
1: will do crazy stuff. That yeah. put I've done a
4: few of those myself.
1: There's no scuba required, which is kind of you know, wow. drinking water nearby. Is, did they have food there? I can't remember.
2: Snacks maybe? I, think they I had, don't know if I would put it.
1: Yeah,
3: they
4: had water, so I'll put that. Restrooms is an important one if there's I a restroom nearby, which work work. there would be. Uh, yeah, stealth required is... Stealth is not required on this one. So you can <laughs> <Stealth>. actually... <laughs> I, like I like that one. The one that says stealth required on it, you can actually click that twice, and it'll say no stealth required. And the reason for that is everybody knows oh. you're there for that. Okay they don't have to sneak around because the owner knows right obviously you don't want to like hey i'm finding a geocache over here Nobody nobody's <laughs> when to leave you know wave but it in, wave it up in the air yeah
3: scrabble like hands, tree climbing water. required someone mentioned earlier they wanted to use our floating technique to get stuff out of trees and like it never occurred to me they might be in trees it's nuts that's <laughs> funny
4: it's crazy
1: uh,
0: many but, of us have been uh, in trees for and you
3: them. don't
1: need to you know there's 15 is the max but as long as you put a few key okay. attributes.
3: I don't see the um. What was the one that you guys were saying we should put that I, I don't. Oh, the uh, stealth one. What does that look? Yeah. Like? So
4: the stealth one should be a little guy in a hat, like a little. It kind of oh, looks like a, a like old school like detective oh, yeah. icon or something. I love that little sneaky guy. Okay. No. Yeah, I would click it twice. twice. Yeah. There Here's you go. Here's what
3: we got. We've got recommended for kids. Dogs allowed. Twenty four seven parking. Park and grab. No stealth required public restrooms, drinking water, and gas.
4: Perfect. That's great. Yeah. That's a good one.
2: Yay.
3: Should we save and preview? Yep. Do the honors. Yep.
4: Always do that because you're always surprised what you type until you check it.
3: Yes. <laughs> so do a save I, and preview. I, I am notorious for typing ludicrous, nonsensical things.
4: <laughs> so it's
2: probably a small.
3: Oh, yeah. What size is it? Small. Yeah. Small. Yep. Okay,
4: that's very good. Look at that. There's pretty sharp. I know. y'all are spot on. Y'all are just naturals. So she, many folks.
3: You know, she's an expert uh, at organizing stuff. I feel. And so yes,
2: I like organizing.
1: See, you're a perfect couple because she can keep me organized. Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't say it, John. You
3: said it. <laughs> I didn't have to say it. <laughs> you said I don't know if I can. I hope you guys
2: can. Look,
3: she was able to keep. Meow with Vegas organized. All the video shoots. She coordinated yes. Meowulf, All of those videos that you see at the Wolf Vegas, she coordinated. So if she could keep that organized, I bet she could keep
1: me organized. Do you like my pause as like of waiting? Paused, paused. And then John goes, Well, because she could she's organized. Oh, I'm not organized. Train
3: one. Oh, 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 the train has to be 1.5. Yeah, okay. 1.5. Yeah. yeah. I put the wrong one. That's right. What if my difficulties one? I would say it's 1.5 because it's covered. So we'll call
1: it 1.5. Yeah, one half, one half's good. All right,
3: yeah. one more try, save and preview. All right, here we go. All right. Let's see, we've got Boland's foot, a catch by John Katie Graham. <gasps> um, difficulty 1.5, train 1.5, size small. The coordinates, um, maybe if you see them there, double check I didn't get this wrong. North 32, 15.790, West 107, 00.345. Yeah. Okay.
4: The, the other zero filled in by itself. So
3: yeah. It oh, okay. It. There we go. That's interesting. Um. Um. Yusuf. So,
1: okay.
3: So the next trick. Yep.
1: Okay. When submit, and what's going to do is it's going to ask you to put a note for the reviewer. And what that'll do is you that'll be your time when you can tell the reviewer what the cache is, where okay. it's hidden, and that make them and also go ahead and make a mention that you also got permission because yep. they want, they'll want to know that. We'll so <laughs> stop it. People are like, "What well, can I find can, oh, the yeah. FTFers?
4: If there's anybody so, close right now, listening, they're going to go out and get it.
1: That's awesome. So while you're, yeah, while you're putting in your note to the reviewers, um, so you two, uh, this will be once you once the reviewer publishes it. That means he's going to look at your submittal, determine if it's ready to go, and he will publish it. Um, what will happen is others lava that are in the in in the area around that Las Cruces cache that have set up. Well, they don't even have to be in that area. Anyone who's set up a notification for that particular area, they're going to get a notification. <laughs> A phone notification oh. that there's a new cache, and that's it could cool. be the middle of the night. And people, Jesse, cool. get can up. tell you?
4: Oh, yeah. People will get up out of bed and race to them because they'll a race whole-
1: out there to get it. The first so the person's phone- going
2: to yeah. find some fun stuff we put in there, too. Yeah. Oh, yes. Real
4: quick, before we say what's in there, let me see if this
3: is all I need. Uh, the note This cache is located at a touristy gas stop called Boland's Running Indian. It is located between Las Cruces and Deming, New Mexico. The store gave me permission to place it, and we are in no way affiliated with the store.
4: Yeah, that's, that's good. good. You can tell uh, them that's good for them to know. I submitted. Oh, all good. right. I blew it. we were
3: supposed to countdown or something, right? <laughs> no, that's okay.
4: <laughs> no, that's good. Because oh, it's, uh, so it's going to be
1: submitted.
3: They say
4: it can be up to two weeks before it goes live. Because you know there could be tons in that area going, and it's obviously a reviewers or volunteer. Depending on your area, it'll probably be much less than two weeks. Uh, But you'll get an email back saying, you know, it's all good to go and it's going to go live or you'll get an email back saying, Hey, we need to change something.
1: You you know who the, you know who the reviewer is, Jesse.
4: Yeah, I know. (laughs) So
1: So if they need any (laughs) more. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Um, Yeah. So I think we mentioned in there, we did put a New Mexico magnet bottle cap. It's got the That's the new Mexico state sign. And then thought that'd be, a good honorary thing to put in, there. What else we put in
1: there we put
2: in some coins from um my I, i'm thai, thai American. that's right so there's some thai coins in there some thai ba right and awesome. then our note my notebook is also something that i bought in thailand it's in english on the front but it's a saying that we believe in it's be the best version of you
4: i yeah. love it i love it and somebody mentioned in the in the audience you'd be prepared to talk to your reviewer and they are much more meticulous when it's your very first time. Like they may even, they may ask you a question, right? Like, sure. Are you sure it's already in place? Because people will submit these sometimes and they hadn't even put it out there yet.
3: Oh yeah. And then they'll never get around yeah. to it. Now anymore. as
4: you've done more and more and they know you and they know everything's going to be safe and stuff like that, they'll ask less questions. But a lot of times on the first one, they will say, are you sure this is a safe container? Are you sure it's a safe place for, especially if you do stuff like good for kids, they may ask you a question. They're just trying to make sure it's safe. Yeah. And that, you know, because some people get into it and they don't have any idea, right, what they're doing. Um, y'all did great on this one. And thanks. He- here's the thing, too. If they email you back and say, hey, I want you to change this. That's OK. They're trying to make sure the game is safe for many, many things that we don't think of. So don't take that as like, you know, an attack on on you or anything. That's they're really trying to make sure that the game it continues to be safe for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I've got a real thick skin, so I'm not too worried. Well, to interact with true. actors agents
3: and how they want photos changed.
1: And they're fellow cachers, so they're they're wanting to
4: they Yeah, want they want more geocaches manage. out there.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm happy to whatever they need. Yeah. Um, that's great. And uh oh, and also there's one of the trackables from you guys in there. Yes. Oh nice. I yeah. sweets.
1: Geocache talk trackable in there. So uh as we start to wrap up for tonight, I did want to mention with there's a lot in the show notes tonight so uh I'll get the show notes up on the website very soon um there's an interesting article I found uh lava Am- amazing oh. Asians in the arts do you remember doing yeah. that article or- I
2: I do remember that one yes
1: yes I thought that I well I have to ask you did you I think it was pretty well done did you
2: yeah, I liked it. It was it was quite an honor to be featured as an amazing Asian in the arts. Um, yeah, I love- after I won an award last year with the Asian Festival, I was most um, outstanding female filmmaker in this Asian um, film competition. And oh, thank you. And um, yeah, so then I got featured in this article about that. So
1: thank you for. That's awesome. Yeah, we have um, you know, we have international. Uh, following, we have people in uh, all over the world, and we have people from all walks of life. So, um, we actually have had people in Thailand who oh. watched and listened to the show. But we also have, obviously, I, I you know, we have people who are Thai. Um, you know, we have um, all sorts of you know, we we have the shows is broad enough that we've had a lot of of of, of uh, coverage from in a great tapestry of people in various parts of the world or different uh, ethnicities and backgrounds and, you know, young, old and everything. So we've, we've been able to really, I think, I think you would agree, Jesse, hopefully, I don't know, I'll ask you, but I think we've covered a lot and we've, we had uh, thinking of, uh, we had some people from Europe, uh, Spain that we've had on People in different parts of the world. And I think that's, to me, I've been very, I'm very proud of the fact that we do that. We have uh, obviously a lot of uh, American and Canada represented, but we do have a lot of representation in different parts of the world. Which That's
3: I've, awesome. Well, now that yeah. I've gotten the feel of hiding a cache, I yes. When I do more, more world. It, next time I get to do world travel shooting stuff, I'll start hiding some caches. Maybe we'll uh, after the
0: show we'll,
4: we'll we'll talk about a few tips on that. Yeah, it's a whole show, but yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> after we finish, after we go off air, we'll we'll give you a couple tips on that. I like that.
1: That's for another show. All right, <laughs> oh, I
4: like that. That's great. That's great. That's one of our. Well, this, has been, this has been rad. That's I love like... being on the
3: show. With yeah. you, guys. you guys are real fun.
1: Well, thanks. All right, well, let's uh, we'll wrap up. You two stick around for a minute afterward, and we'll talk for a second, and we'll, then we'll let you go. So um, I think that's it. Jesse, you have last thoughts, and then we'll. No, go that's work.
4: great. We've already run long, which we didn't even get to the, all the stuff we want to talk to. But y'all are great, so we had a lot of fun with y'all tonight. So I'm sure we'll do it again. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. As a matter of fact, uh, let us know when it goes live, and we'll update people that it's oh, yeah. out there and ready to go. So.
1: Everybody out there's want to know the G C yeah, we'll, we'll give
4: you the G C code as soon as it's we get answers we'll get, back, right? Get
1: it published, we'll put it on the website. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we'll let that. everybody know. <laughs> All right. Um thanks again, you two. It's been it's been great. Been 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 a lot of fun tonight. And yeah, we'll we'll have you on again and we'll talk some more. So thank you. Uh, there we go. All right. Thanks. We'll see y'all soon.
3: Finds be many And your DNFs be few May the terrain and difficulty Both be less than two And whatever
0: it is you're looking for May it find its way to view And may we all Meet again. That's it.